It's the He Say, She Say podcast, Battle of the Sexes, who will win? He Say, She Say is the new podcast featuring views and thoughts between Clark Howard, photographer and podcaster, and Samantha Pounds, a public relations specialist who is also a podcaster. Clark and Sam share different perspectives and opposing views on the He Say, She Say podcast as they discuss various topics such as love, relationships, life, and the everyday podcast dialogue they see on social media sites like Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and others while looking at what you, the general public, like to share with the world through social media. So, join us for this exciting new podcast segment, and you just might change your views or maybe gain a new perspective. It's the He Say, She Say podcast, Battle of the Sexes, Who Will Win? Hi, everybody. Welcome to He Say, She Say podcast. My name is Clark Howard, and I am here with my co-host, Samantha Pounds. I am truly excited for this third episode that we got going on here tonight in Naptown, Indianapolis. Now, Samantha, (laughs) I just have a few questions. I am just grateful for you to come to the Man Cave. You know, the Man Cave is about what do we want to know what a woman wants from her man or how can a man keep a woman, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to little get my little guys, you know, to get the little strings pulled out of a woman to try to figure out what she wants from a man. So my first question for you is, what do you see or what do you want to see in a man when you, you, when you stepping out or what do you want to give, what, what kind of advice do you want to give a woman in order to find the Mr. Right? Well, <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much for allowing me to sit in your man cave. I know that not too many women are welcome, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a pleasure to, uh, you know, be drinking beer with the guys. Yeah, and, I know uh, that, right? I know. <laughs> but to answer your question, wow, um, you know, what advice do I have for women who is looking for a good man? I would say, honestly actually stop looking uh stop looking you know the reason why I say that is because sometimes and this could go for men as well too but sometimes when you are just constantly searching and searching and searching and you have not determined what it is that you want for yourself and any your significant other a lot of chaos and a lot of hell will break loose. But the moment you actually define yourself as a woman, you know, you figure out what it is that you want for yourself and what you want in your significant other. Once you figure that out, then it's almost like it magically and it organically naturally happens. And that man will actually come to you. So that's really my advice is stop looking. You know, but I kind of agree with you on that because you know, and, and, and all, a lot of women had actually came up to me and talked to me about their previous relationships or the men that they went out on dates with. Like, they could never find the right guy because he was always, he had tattoos on his forehead or he was always talking slang that they don't even understand. You know, a good woman is looking for a man, not just a man, just to get their attention. Am I correct? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's another thing. Women, you know, let me let me say this. Most grown women, <laughs> most grown women are attracted to gentlemen, you know, and, and when I say that, I mean the clean cut, clean shaven, can dress nice, very respectful, is respectful to his mother. That's really important. That is what attracts us women. You know, we're not grown. Let me rephrase that. Grown women. We are not attracted to thugs. We are attracted to grown ass men who knows exactly <laughs> what they want. And for us, that is such a turn on. Wow. I mean, I, to be honest with you, uh, that's the very first time I've actually heard that. You know, more, most grown women are attractive to men. Um, the reason why I say that's the first time because when I used to step out in the field, I like to call it the field, you know what I mean? It's like because, <laughs> you know, the men can't even talk about sports and stuff like that. So when, when I step out on the field to find Miss Wright, which I'm glad I found Samantha Pounds as my Miss Wright. And when I first <laughs> stepped out on the field, there was a lot, a couple of women who had different uh, uh, various of, of, of way to, to evaluate a man, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't like exactly what I had as a man to offer to her, you know? So I was very confused about why those women were in my category. And I could not, I could not That's that because out. you were dealing with little girls. Oh, man. You were dealing with little girls. Now, a grown woman such as myself. Okay, she quoted <laughs> it. There you go. A grown woman such as myself can spot a good man a mile away. It's just, it, it's almost like, you know, when you're a kid and you're in your bedroom sleep, you having a deep sleep and you instantly smell your mother's cooking like that and you wake up. That's how it is for us women. Like we can spot a good man a mile away. And that brings me to my next point and not to you know cut you off. That brings me to my next point. That is exactly why there are so many trifling <laughs> ass women in the world because trifling women there are trifling women. There, no, there are some trifling bitches. Let me just say that. <laughs> there are some trifling bitches. And I know y'all be talking about bitches in the man cave, so okay, don't even front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some trifling women out there who are always on the prowl for that good man. They're always on the prowl. That's why you have so many women who are breaking up marriages and relationships. But again, you were dealing with little girls, and they didn't appreciate what a clean-cut, shaved man was all about. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I'm just really disappointed in myself for wasting a couple of years of dealing with little girls myself. So, But you I know kinda, what, though? Wasting your time was actually not a bad thing because now that you have a good woman. Oh, that's true. You know how to appreciate I wish her. we had bells up in this man cave, man. I <laughs> that's true. But, you know, um, that brings me to my point of being a good woman. Now, define yourself as a good woman because a lot of men – are blind by that because some girls that we see out there may claim themselves as good women when we start seeing the true colors. So define that for me. Tell me what is a good woman. I would have to say, that's a really good question. I would have to say that a good woman is actually a woman who does not have to say she's a good woman. You know, you would just instantly know. She, the way she carries herself, the okay. way she cares for the home, the way she cares for the man she's in a relationship with, that is a good woman. 
You know, anytime you have a woman that is bragging about what she does, you know, how she does it, nine times out of ten, she's all talk. But a good woman, she's not going to brag about it. Okay. As you guys heard, man, on the She Say, He Say, or He Say, She Say radio <laughs> station on this podcast right now, uh, the man cave, you, you, you're, we're figuring out what it is that a man needs to define a woman. We're trying to figure out how a man can keep his woman and keep her happy. Like she said, I'm playing with little girls, so therefore I have now found myself a good woman. So, Samantha, I, I, I know that you wrote a book based off of Love Falls on Deaf Ears. Now, tell me, what is the most awesomest moment in that book that you would like to share with people, you know? Well, I would say the most awesome moment in the book. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, I would say a, a moment that I actually wrote, and, and again, Love Falls on Death is, and here's clearly, it is a true story. It's my memoir about my dating past leading up to me being in my current relationship. But there was a chapter in the book where I wrote about a relationship that a man actually wanted to be with me, but I was not really having it because he did not meet my physical requirements. I'm not going to lie. He was a little on the heavy side. Um, you know, he, I was not attracted to him, but that man, he was very attentive to me. And the reason that that chapter is really important is because I was a little girl at that, at that time in my life that I was so stuck on outer appearance. I was so stuck on physical characteristics that I did not realize that he had a good heart. I didn't take the time out to really get to know him. And I made a promise to myself that if I ever had the opportunity to do it again, if I ever had the, the shot to do it again, I would do it right. And I say that because after I dumped that guy, after I ditched that guy who was, you know, a little on the heavy side, he lost a whole bunch of weight. He got fit. He got in shape. And to this day, that man is happily married with two kids. And I say all of that to say that I promised myself that if I ever had the opportunity, you know, to come across someone who might not physically meet my, my requirements, I was going to be very open-minded and give him a try. And by the grace of God, Clark came along because he's deaf. You know, I would have never imagined myself being with you, a deaf guy. Never. Um, and that was that, that was a, a very awesome job. Well, sure. I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us because I now learned that what you have stated is that the man was very unattractive. So I know that a lot of people are very picky on physical features, right? Right. So they, you know, see something that they don't like about a person, they brush them off or they be like, I don't know, because he or she got something on them that's not that does not draw my attention or I might be embarrassed about being in public with that person because he might be overweight, he might be blind, or he might be deaf. So in my mind, I'm trying to figure out why is that physical thing is a problem to finding the right person in your life? You know what? That's a good question. Um, and I talk about this in the book. Um, one thing that I realized about the guy who, who was, he who was heavy set, you know, he was overweight, 
was that I actually could have worked with him. And what I mean by that is we could have went to the gym together. Oh, yeah. We, we could have went to the gym together. We could have gotten in shape together. And I say that, you know, with my relationship with you, even though you are deaf, I don't take that as an issue because even though you're deaf and you might not be able to physically hear me on the level that I'm used to hearing, but instead I'm working with you. I'm learning how to sign, you know. So I think that the reason our society is so much like that, that they don't want to work with the person who might, you know, be disabled is because they see it as a burden. They see it as a hindrance and they don't have the patience to try to work with that person. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up about the uh, being in a relationship with someone that's deaf. Because like she said, you know, you have to have the patience and like Samantha said in her book, I mean, she even quoted it herself. I need to get that book. Love falls on deaf ears and hears clearly. And um, before we get into knowing where this book is at, I want to ask her more about uh, uh, how she can help women fall in love different, meaning fall in love with people who have something different than that they don't have. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about thinking and dating outside of your box. Okay. You know, in our situation, we met, and I'm not going to give it away too much because you got to get the book. <laughs> you got to get the book. It is on Amazon and also SamanthaPounds.com. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. get the book. But I would say you have to think differently. You have to go places that you would not necessarily go you know uh in our case you're deaf now we met on a blind date uh which is a little bit different but that was that was that was different you know right, that was right. different never in a million years but i would have gone on a blind date you know that was that was different so i had this slogan that i that i use in my my life you know and, and i don't even think I, I ever told you this but i have this slogan that i say to myself every day if you want to see different results, you have to do different things. I, I agree with you with that. So to answer your question, ladies, if you are tired of dealing with broke ass Tyrone, get you a Michael. <laughs> she said Tyrone, y'all. <laughs> get you a Michael, someone who is passionate. He works in finance. Uh, he, you know, get, get you a Michael. And you're like, well, how do I get a Michael? Go to where the Michaels are. Okay. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you never know where you might meet your guy. At. You could, you know, you could be out volunteering somewhere and you might find that guy. Stop going to the club to try to find your mate. And yeah. you wonder why. Your heart is broken. He hit it and he quit it. No, you don't want someone to hit it and quit it. You want someone that wants to actually take the time to hit it and stay. Okay, so now that a lot of people know that our relationship is, is in an interesting turn, right? So I want you to be able to tell our folks, especially guys, you know, because uh, you spoke on patience. I want you to tell us about why is it so important for us to wait? Why is it so important for us to have patience with each other? You know, because I want my folks to, my guys to realize, you know, that a woman is not just a toy. She's not just a sex toy. You know, you can't just, you know, bang her and then toss her away like a garbage, you know? So I, I, all my guys be talking about that in the man cave. Man, guys, I'm sorry for sharing that out. But the truth is, 
you know, us as guys, we think that women are, you know, easy to get. You know, they have that mindset to where they're not, uh, they're dumb. They don't get it. So my point is, uh, I know I came a, a little off the edge a little bit, but my point is to why, why should we have patience with women when they're not ready? That's a good point. And let me, ladies, let me say this. This man is taken. So <laughs> can't have him. He's taken. <laughs> no, but no, in all honesty, Actually, what what was ask your question again? You know, why should we wait? Why should we wait as men? The reason that men should wait is because okay, so here's the thing. It has been genetically and chemically said that the moment you have sex with someone, right. you are instantly in their world, you are instantly, you know, in their mind, you are instantly into everything that has happened in her past. Think about it. Before you fully get into her, not just physically, you have to get into her mentally. Okay. You have to know where her mental state is. You have to know where she is at in life because if you actually take the time out to get to know the woman that you're with, you might actually say, this woman is really not stable mentally. Right, right. You know, she's really not all the way there. Do I really want to invest time? Do I really want to invest five minutes yeah. of putting it in there? Because let me tell you guys something. Men, the moment you give yourself to your woman, she is with you emotionally. Sex for women is a very, very emotional connection. And we take it very, very serious. And I'm not saying that men do not take it serious. I'm not saying that at all. But for us women, the moment we have sex, the moment we give our bodies to you, it's an emotional thing. And so that means you have said, okay, I am emotionally ready for you. I emotionally want to take on you. So, man, I say all of that to say that it is important to wait because um, you want to make sure that you know exactly what you're dealing with emotionally. Because if you, you know, honestly just say, I'm just going to hit it one time and I'm out the door, I'm done. You don't know what you're doing to that woman. You might hit it that one time and get out the door and she's scratching your car. She's busting the windows out in your car. <laughs> and that's just. <laughs> hey, I've seen some busted windows, searching cars, cracking doors, banging <laughs> on mama's door. You know, I've seen a lot of that. But you know what? I've actually seen baby mamas go crazy and wild. Brothers, like she said, you know, you got to wait. This is the best podcast. Y'all don't want to miss out on the man cave. Brothers, we are trying to find out why and how can we keep our women satisfied and how can we keep our women in our life, the ones that we love. Now, um, y'all need to tune in on this podcast again for next week. But we still got more to share right now tonight. <laughs> I am I, I know I'm not going anywhere, y'all, but like I said, we were here in this man cave sharing this story. Now, Samantha, I, I, I just like you know the fact that you share the real woman topic with us. And the real woman defines herself as treated as queen. Mm-hmm. 
And when women like that title, when they accept that title, what do they expect from their men? Awesome question. So when we accept title of queen and that we are committed to you, we expect honesty. We expect your love. We expect your support. We expect literally for you to be the definition of a ride or die. You know, we also expect for you to be real with us. You know, if if we're going through some stuff, we want you to be like, hey, babe, that, that shit that you just did, <laughs> you, no, <laughs> you know, no. You might want to back it on up like a U-Haul truck. That's our favorite line, y'all, man. <laughs> you know, so that's what we expect. We want you to be real with us. We, if, if, if I say, Clark, did these jeans make my ass look fat? I want you to really say... They really do make your ass look fat. Maybe you need to lay off on. Oh man, we can't speak that on. No, but that's just that's just real. A real woman will accept it, and let me tell you, a real woman will love you for it. But let me tell you what: if 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 a man tells a woman that her ass look fat, that's just like saying, man. I mean. I personally believe that you got to lie about it, you know, just to make her feel good, you know, sometimes. But, you know, because a real man, a man ain't going to just come out and be like, yeah, but your ass a fat. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you if you quoting it different, you know what I'm saying? If you saying, babe, man, that makes your ass look good. Like, you will want that type of stuff from a man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what I'm saying, though, is let me let me rephrase that. We just want you to be honest, you know? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we just want you to be honest. Like, for example, if we go shopping together and I pick out a dress and I'll be like, honey, like, how does this dress look? I want you to be real and I want you to say... I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, I can't, like sometimes I can't be that honest, you know. My heart tells you what it is, man. I'd be like, yeah, it'll look good on you, but hey, you know, 99% of the time yourself look good. And so, I mean, what a man's gonna compliment you in a good way versus a negative way. That's true. You know what I mean? So, I, I personally like to give you the honest compliment in all honesty because. You right there, shoot. I ain't going to lie. You still look good either way with that dress or not. You know, <laughs> that you holding up. It could be red or yellow. I'm telling you like it is. So, I mean, honesty, like, why is it that women want that kind of honesty versus the honesty that a man wants to give you? I, I think, you know, and again, I'm, I'm speaking for grown-ass women. <laughs> I'm speaking for grown-ass women. Us grown-ass women, we want that honesty because, I'm going to put it to you like this. You know, we would rather hear it from you than going out on the street. Okay. And hearing someone else say, girl, did you see what she had on? Oh, yeah, yeah, She yeah, had yeah. on that ugly. We would rather hear it from you than going out in the world, being embarrassed by hundreds of thousands of people. We would like that one honest answer before hearing it from a million other people. That's why. But Shubu, I, I, I like what you're coming from. I do. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. I didn't even really look at it like that because my mind says, why discriminate my wife or my woman, you know, when I already love her? I don't care if the dress make her look fat or make her look skinny. I just love her the way she is, you know? So I, I never really look at it like that. Let me tell you, oh, I just lost what I had in my mind just a minute ago. Um... Let me tell you this. 
So for me to make you shine in this world, for me to let the show the world that I'm praising you because I'm grateful that you're my woman, does that make you feel good? Absolutely. And tell me, I mean, like, be honest with me. Why does that make you feel good? Absolutely. And, and let me say, I, I know we're doing a podcast interview, but I feel like you're, this is, you know, we're real here. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. We're real. I feel like you're really asking me this question. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you really are asking me I this question. I mean, I am asking you. I'm curious myself, too. <laughs> the reason that, that, you know, I, damn it, I even just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Ask your question again. <laughs> okay, so my a lot of guys always tell me this, you know, uh, we got to get our women out there. We got to get our women to shine. So why is it that men say that for to, 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 to shine their women? I understand that they got to shine as a trophy wife. Right. You know what I mean? I, I know that. But tell me why do women like that shine so much? I would have to say that uh, women, we love that because that is that affection. That That is that affection part that you are actually showing the world that you're not ashamed of your lady. You're not ashamed. And I think for us, that also brings a sense of security to us. Okay. It brings a sense of security. So, I, I so like that's that. really why. I like that. You know, you know, honestly, I never really realized that. Uh, making my woman shine was the main key of part of the relationship. You know, because as I was told to my fellow man cave brothers that she is the most important part to the world when you guys step out. So when y'all go out that door and y'all you, you you see her in a nice fine dress and you let's just say you run up into your ex and you wanna show your ex off to your woman. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, let me rephrase that again. Let me rephrase that. I'm, I'm, I said my words a little wrong. You want to show your woman off in front of your ex because your woman is look better than your ex. Like, I'll be snapping to people when I say that. I'll be telling, man, um, man, my queen is Samantha, and this is my wife with my beautiful children. And I be, I be pretending that we got children. You know what I mean, we don't got children. Be, hey, she got my beautiful children, and she's showing it out. I'm showing her out. And the woman was like, oh, my goodness. You know, she look good. She look beautiful. She's so cute. And all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, she's beautiful. Hey, my girl don't like that term cute, but she look beautiful. <laughs> you know, so I tell that to everybody. So I'm trying to tell. I, I be so curious about why my brothers always say that. And that's why I stood up and said, I'm going to show the world, what a true woman really is. It, I mean, it, it, it honestly, it makes us feel very secure that when you're able to show us off, even if it's stepping out in public, going to a nice restaurant, whether it's taking a selfie with us or posting it to your social media, that makes us feel very secure. Uh, speaking of selfie, man, we be doing 20 selfies a day. <laughs> click, click, click. Oh, let's see which one's right or which one's wrong. You know, I mean, that's fun. I, I like I like doing that. I like doing that. Guys, as you are on this podcast, as he say and she say, yeah, I've been having a little problem saying it the right way. But as he say, she say podcast, you guys are listening to the Man Cave Station to the point to where you are now figuring out what it is 
that we can get out of a real grown ass woman. Yes. I'm telling y'all right now, y'all are loving this podcast. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping y'all brothers are listening to this. Not only my brothers, but y'all girls need to understand. I'm saying y'all girls need to understand how to step up to be a real woman because men out there, you know, they they find them. I'm telling y'all, they finding them real nice, beautiful women who got real good attitude, got real good vibe, and got real good taste. Let me ask you this, because a lot of my guys always be telling me, you got to find a woman that can cook. What is your opinion on that? <laughs> do, <laughs> do, do I really have to answer that? I, shoot, I think the world need to know that, because my brothers be speaking on this. If, if a woman don't know how to cook or, or clean, then she ain't the one for you. I'll be, be honest with you. Come on, you, you know what? So it's it's funny that you mentioned this. Uh, when I was younger, uh, my grandmother, this is a very true story. My grandmother is, God bless her soul. She is still here with us today by the grace of God. She, when I was younger, she used to always say, if you don't learn how to cook, you ain't never going to find a man. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. She spoke the truth. She used to always say that. And and as I got a little bit older, you know, I got into relationships with men, you know, who they kind of got tired of taking me out to nice restaurants and stuff like that. And they want to have a little evening at home, Netflix and chill, you know, Netflix and chill. (laughs) (laughs) And so the whole cooking thing got into a factor. And I remember one day I cooked a meal for a guy that I was dating at the time. And I just remember like his whole attitude changed. It was like, he was more attentive to me. He was more affectionate towards me just because I cooked him a meal. And I really got to thinking that it, I mean, a way to a man's heart really is Mm. through his stomach. So ladies, that is really true that you might not be the best cook. And let me just say, (laughs) (laughs) I am not the best cook. I'm not, but I try. And every time I try, I always put my love. It may take me forever to cook. <laughs> it may take me forever to cook. Because, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, Clark, you can cook a five-course meal in, like, ten minutes. And it'll take me, like, ten hours. Oh, <laughs> you know, so what I've noticed, though, is when I cook... And when I clean the house that we share, I feel like you appreciate it. I really feel like you appreciate the effort. You know, you appreciate, and it's not that, oh, that's my role, because you do the same thing as well, but it's an appreciative thing. But what I will say though is when you have a woman who can cook and she can clean, that number one shows, number one, she's a grown ass woman, mm-hmm. but number two, it shows that she can care for you. That she can love you. If she is able to cook and put her heart and soul into it, that means that she can care for you and your family and the children that you guys will have. That means that you will never have to worry about it. Your job will be to go out and work and get your hands dirty. And you know, my woman has everything handled back at the castle. I like that. I like when she said my woman has everything handled back at the castle because that is true, brothers. 
That is true. I mean, give her an opportunity to learn if she don't know how to cook. Hell with it. If she don't know how to cook, take her to a cooking class. I mean, it ain't that difficult. But just tell her up front before you really surprise her with the cooking class because she might get a little offended. I'm just <laughs> telling you like it is. But, hey, brothers, you heard it from her. She said it that, you know, be patient. I mean, be patient with the woman. You know, you might not like it. She's not the best cook. But, hey, i be honest with you. My queen is the best cook. She's so, <laughs> brother, so y'all cannot have her. You know, so back at the man cave, <laughs> I tell y'all, man, y'all, I am super duper dope about what this man cave has put us through. Man, brothers, we talk like this, man. We speak the truth. We tell you like it is. And brothers, I'm telling you, I'm going to have another guest come into this place to speak on the truth of man cave. I'm telling y'all, Samantha Pals has rocked the house of what it is to find a real, true-ass woman. I'm telling y'all. A grown-ass woman. Y'all heard her. She said a real-ass <laughs> woman. And so... You know, not to end this sermon, but I got one more question. And it's the biggest question of the Man Cave Rock House. Are y'all ready for this? Now, when women approach the moment of sex and she feels the most passionate moment of sex, I'm just speaking real here. A lot of us brothers always ask, does she really feel it or is she faking it? <laughs> well, I can't give away all of my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, to be completely honest with you, a real woman, a grown ass woman will be honest with you. If she is really feeling it, you will just know. You will just, you as a man, you will just honestly know. But if she's really not feeling it, she'll be honest with you. She'll be like, babe, can we try this the next time? Can we do this? Can we do a little, you know, can we put some spice into it? Oh, spice. She said spice now. <laughs> she'll put some some into oh. <laughs> it. <laughs> so as a grown-ass woman, you know, she'll be honest with you. Because at the end of the day, Women, just, just as bad as men want it, just as bad as, as men, you know, they, they, they want it. We as women, we want it too. Because to be honest, we women, we are probably, if not more freakier and love sex more than men. And that's just being real because our sex drive is a little bit different than men. And that's just biology speaking. That's just biology. So to answer your question... You will just honestly know, like you will really know, because let me tell you, here's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but fellas, my lady's going to be so mad at me. They're going to be mad. But fellas, this is how you know you put it down. This is how you know you gave her some good dick. Okay, now. This is how you know. If she goes to sleep right after, <laughs> oh, that's how you know. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. She told y'all like it is, brothers. She just dropped the mic now. She <laughs> told y'all like it is, man. Hey, she said it. Samantha Pounds has spoken on He Say, She Say podcast as my co-host. She told y'all like it is. 
right here in the man cave. We are sipping on our beers and we're loving this moment tonight in Naptown, Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey, y'all, y'all stay tuned on this He Says She Can podcast. We got more coming to y'all next week. We are wrapping up this man cave down here. So, hey, y'all pick up that book, Love Falls on Deaf Ears, Samantha. Ring it up to us. Yes, Love Falls on Deaf Ears and Hears Clearly. You can purchase it at samanthapounds.com or you can also visit amazon.com as well. There y'all go. Y'all got the message. So, deuce, y'all have a good night. Peace.